eliminating disease and greatly improving the health of a nation can be achieved, even in situations of financial constraint. This is the overall impression given by a series of articles on healthcare in Brazil, published in the medical journal The Lancet. I asked Professor Sir Andy Haynes of the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine about the practical lessons to be drawn from the Brazil model, starting with family health and primary health care. Well, over the last 15 years or so, there's been tremendous advances in providing basic primary care for over 100 million Brazilians. And when you consider how far back the Brazilian situation was, uh, perhaps a couple of decades or so, with very little health coverage, certainly outside overcrowded and poorly staffed hospitals, um, it's remarkable what's been achieved over that period. So what they've done is to develop a model of primary care with primary care teams consisting of one doctor and nurse and four or five community health workers uh, with a patient population of perhaps around 5,000. And they have really delivered basic uh, prevention and basic health care to their population. What's remarkable about their approach is that they've used community health workers, and these community health workers are members of the local community. They're trained for a relatively short period to work with the primary care team. So you're saying that you don't actually have to have fully highly qualified doctors for every task? Absolutely. And what they've done very successfully is to develop this cadre of community health workers who are trained up to deliver basic preventive services and very basic health care in collaboration with the primary care team. So they help to refer people on who need care from a doctor or nurse and they visit people regularly in their homes. Indeed, about those referrals, because in many countries, centres of excellence are set up so that if, if you want a heart transplant or something highly specialised, you can get it. Uh, how, do you, uh, how does Brazil mesh the primary care with the specialist referral centres? Well, that is an area of weakness in Brazil. Uh, although primary care has developed dramatically over the last 15 years or so, there's still a lot of fragmentation in the health system. A lot of uh, private uh, health care and often poor coordination between primary, secondary and more specialised tertiary care. So you do have a lot of centres of excellence but at the same time still a lack of a coordinated health system with ongoing uh, referrals and integrated management between hospital and community care. Now Brazil has the uh, unified health system, the SUS, so everybody can get health care. Is that right and does it work well? It does work a lot better than it used to but interestingly enough because the Brazilians made the decision first of all to decentralise a lot of their management of their primary care and secondly to focus on those populations that are the most needy there's now a gap around the kind of middle classes. So the middle classes are not necessarily as well covered by public care as, the, as people in the lower socioeconomic groups. And I think there is a gradual um, appreciation amongst the middle classes that actually um, state-funded, state-run uh, primary health care has got a lot to offer, even for people who are not um, living at the sort of poorest end of society. Uh, and I think we'll see a growing demand now of people living in the urban centres to also have their primary care programmes. We're seeing that already in a number of key cities like Rio, for example. So what you're saying is the universal health system that is available has catered well for the poor but uh, has been a bit lacking in the middle classes up to now. Yes, I think many middle class people have seen the state system as something to be avoided only in last resort and therefore have preferred to put their money into buying private health insurance. Now it may be that as the state system becomes better, 
um, then uh, the demand for private health insurance may decline uh, to some extent. But what's important, I think, now is to build on these early successes and improve the quality of care because although 100 million people or more are being covered by the Family Health Programme, there are still problems of patchy quality of care in many parts of the country. Many of the doctors are not properly trained family practitioners. They're often young doctors out of medical school. Only a minority have had proper um, family medicine postgraduate training. And so that's a challenge for the future. Brazil has made uh, huge steps forwards in things like non-communicable diseases too. Um, How has the family health system achieved that? Well, initially, the family health uh, programme did focus very much on maternal and child health, particularly preventing deaths in young children, and it did that really quite successfully by bringing basic care, treatment uh, for diarrhoea, counselling about breastfeeding, improving immunisation uptake, all of those um, aspects of primary care have gone very well. But as you say, uh, more recently, there's been the challenge of growing non-communicable diseases. And this has been driven in part by increasing obesity and overweight. And that's, of course, caused increased uh, diabetes and, and hypertension in the population. So there's now a growing burden of chronic disease, which needs to be addressed both by primary prevention, but also by uh, better rollout of treatments uh, to people with diabetes, obesity, hypertension, and so on. And that is something that the primary care system is now beginning to do. There is some evidence that um, where primary care is effective, you get reduced admissions to hospital due to diabetes, presumably because of earlier diagnosis, more aggressive treatment of people with diabetes, and a treatment of their risk factors. Brazil has halved its smoking rate, though. Has that been anything to do with the unique uh, primary health care system? I think it's been a combination of different factors. Probably public health policies around uh, tobacco control have contributed substantially, and also probably some of the kind of lifestyle advice that's been provided through by community health workers, doctors and nurses has also contributed as well. So it's probably a number of factors together. And how is primary health care facing up to the terrible burden of violence and murder in Brazil? Uh, I think that's probably an area where it's been more difficult for primary care to intervene because uh, primary care has not traditionally been an area that primary care has been strong at. However, having said that, there is growing interest, for example, in the detection of violence uh, towards mothers, for example, during routine antenatal and postnatal care. I think it's true to say, though, that we still don't have very effective strategies for dealing with violence um, through primary care systems. So we don't know to what extent uh, better detection of, say, gender-based violence will ultimately um, work its way through to better interventions. That is the hope for the future. Well, within the family care programme, what do you think are the lessons that can be learned from the Brazil model? I think one of the lessons is that... um, you can have a very effective and efficient uh, system with relatively low per capita expenditure. So, for example, the Family Health Programme has been calculated to cost about $31 per person per year, which is really quite a modest um, amount of money. Um, The second lesson is that by having an integrated team of doctor, nurse and community health workers, uh, you really can reach out uh, to the whole population, including people who might be quite marginalised, because the community health workers visit people at home and they can pick up very early when, uh, when someone maybe needs attention uh, that wouldn't have been picked up 
uh, without their regular visiting of families, particularly very vulnerable families that might slip through uh, the net in other circumstances. So I think these are important lessons, not just for other low-income countries, but also for high-income countries as well, as we faced increasing economic constraints. Indeed, some people might well say that it's all very well getting high achievement in Brazil, but there's a lot of money in Brazil. Maybe it's not all in everybody's hands, but it might be much more difficult in, in a lower-income situation. Is that a valid criticism? I think it is to some extent, but I think it's partly money, but also partly... Um, the democratization process which took place gradually over the decades since the 1970s after the military dictatorship. I think that helped to open up the health system a lot more to external views and also to constructive criticism. Um, I, I think that uh, there's no doubt that you can get substantial benefits even in very low-income settings. And we've seen in recent years a number of large-scale programs in countries like Ethiopia, Pakistan, where community health workers have um, delivered a range of quite simple interventions, preventive and, and basic uh, health care interventions, and do seem to be having an impact on the care of the population. So I think we are gradually seeing evidence that some of these large-scale programs can have an impact on the ground. So if you were to sum up in just a few words what we've learned from this Lancet Special Edition particularly with respect to family health in Brazil that, that might be useful elsewhere? And just, just a, a short summary. I, I think what we've really learned is that by creating teams involving doctor, nurse, community health workers from, recruited from the community and having a well-structured and organised team, you can have a substantial impact, not just on the traditional sort of killers like um, diarrheal disease, um, the immunisation preventable diseases and so on, but also increasingly chronic diseases of adulthood as well. Professor Andy Haynes of the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, reflecting on the massive improvements in healthcare that have taken place in Brazil. For Audio News, I'm Peter Goodwin.